0: Teresa, wake up. Teresa, we have to podcast.
1: But I'm too cozy.
0: Teresa, I know these cozy earth sheets are incredible, but we've got a 90 Day Fiance episode to recap.
1: Just five more minutes. These sheets are like sleeping on a cloud. They're just so soft and cozy.
0: Okay, but only because they're temperature regulating to keep me cool and cozy too.
1: That's right. And hey, right now, our listeners can join us. In bed? No, Jonathan, and the coziest, comfiest bed sheets from Cozy Earth. You're not just buying bedding, you're investing in a luxurious sleep experience.
0: So true. And here's our gift to you this holiday season up to 40% off site wide when you use promo code MARRIED at CozyEarth.com.
1: That's right. Save up to 40% of the coziest sheets, pajamas, bath towels, and more with promo code married at cozyearth.com.
0: So upgrade your sleep today. You won't regret it. Now, can we do the podcast, Teresa? <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. Whenever we go to check, she always takes me to the wine tastery. It's the <laughs> one and only Teresa.
1: Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And that's very true. The wine tasteries <laughs> are amazing in the Czech Republic. And this whole scene just brought me back because that's what we do. I am from the wine country of the Czech Republic, which is the Southeast, and that's all we have. That's all we do. We have vineyard after vineyard, vineyards everywhere, wineries everywhere, wine tasting a, everywhere.
0: I don't know what a vineyard or a winery is. I know what a wine tastery is. <laughs> that sounds like something you would say. I'm surprised you haven't hit me with a, oh, we're going to the wine tastery. Yeah, that's
1: something I would say, yeah.
0: <laughs> Especially well, after a couple... Tasterings.
1: Well, we brought you to a good amount of wine cellars over the years.
0: We never stayed at a winery, did we? No. We should. The way Igor and Nikki packed their bags and went away for a night or two, like that, that's how I want to do it. I don't want to have to get back in a car after all the tastering. And have to drive back home. We should find a place we can stay.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea.
0: Doesn't your... Is it your cousin who has a winery or works at a winery? Yeah. They have yeah, a hotel. They have, it's
1: a hotel too, yeah.
0: We should totally do that. Yeah. We should totally, do they serve mice meat for breakfast?
1: No. And I doubt that these guys were serving <laughs> mouse meat. I don't think Nikki. so. Nikki, I honestly thought that your intro was going to be that you... You are attracted to me more and more with every sip.
0: Oh!
1: Or or that you you love to bang because I cook and clean. No, because that's what he was saying basically. <laughs>
0: oh, that's uh, all, no. that's,
1: These are all the things I do for you.
0: You you are a fantastic wife. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. We're not here to talk about all the things Teresa does for me. If we were here to talk about that, this would be a nine-hour podcast (laughs) because she's the best. She does it all. We're here to talk about these crazy couples.
1: Ooh, what an episode.
0: It was a good episode, wasn't it? It was
1: a good one. I love Justin and Nikki.
0: We met a new couple.
1: Yes, oh my gosh.
0: Which we just got a taste, just just a, a, a tastering of this new couple
1: <laughs> is that a new thing you're gonna keep saying now
0: well I think if you go to a wine tastery you do tasterings
1: I mean that would make sense it
0: would make sense and so we got a tastering of this new couple and it's too early for me to tell how I feel about them I am sort of confusing Clayton and Annalee. oh yeah with them a little bit because we didn't have Clayton and Annaly this episode but we had this new couple Sam Is that even his name? Yeah, Sam. Sam and... Citra. Citra, yeah. And they're both giving off young, immature vibes in a way. So I'm I'm sort of confusing the two of them, but I don't know. I'm always excited for a new couple, and I think they could deliver.
1: Their story is interesting.
0: Yeah, his story is intense.
1: Very intense, and... What he's about to sign up for is even more intense. Oh, yeah. But I almost feel like it will help him.
0: Because, oh, he, yes, absolutely.
1: Yeah, because of his past. I think if he does convert to Islam, then he won't be able to drink. He won't be able to do a lot of things. And I think that will help him personally.
0: That's a great point. Yeah, he probably would benefit from some structure. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't think about it that way. It's, I, it's funny because I thought, oh, it's going to make it harder for him because he does have this past to be able to yeah. comply. But you're totally right. It's probably going to be beneficial for him in the long run.
1: Yeah, especially I, I don't think I would ever say it that, oh, not drinking because of religion would be good for you. I know, like you pick your own bottles. But for someone who has suffered with addiction right i don't think he i don't I don't know if he drinks but he made it sound like he does it looks
0: like he does <laughs>
1: yeah and so that's why i said it i think having someone who's there for him who loves him that she seems to love him we'll see more and there are certain rules he'll need to follow in order to be with her with someone who he cares about like i think it might be good for him
0: yeah i agree all right we'll talk about all that and more before we do, real quick a little business. If you want to hear our thoughts on 90 Day the other way, you can do it. We're talking about that season over on Patreon and Supercast. Patreon.com slash or MarriedTheReality.Supercast.com. Come on over. Listen in. It's a good time. We're also on Instagram, at MarriedTheRealityPi. We're posting clips over there. We do memes. We share news. And most importantly, and most fun for us, we get to talk to you over there. Yes. So message us, call in on the Instagram at Married Reality Pod. You can also do it on Patreon. You can message us. There's also a chat feature.
1: Yeah, I love it all, guys. I'm all over. I My apologies. I was feeling a little under the weather last week. And so it was a, it was a tough post-Thanksgiving time for me. But thanks to Sudafet and a bunch of other medications, I'm back to normal. There she is. There am I. But yeah, guys, message us. Talk to us. Like, I love it. I love chatting. Share your thoughts. I love to hear what you guys think about all these wild couples.
0: Yes, so that's Instagram, that's Patreon. Also make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening right now. So no matter what we drop when we drop it, if it's on the free feed, it'll come right to your device. Don't have to think about it. It's so easy to follow the podcast. Just look down, smash that follow button.
1: Guys, smash it like it's as hot. Yes, and I'm going to repeat what you said already. The wine tasting, because it brought me back. The The wine tasting. The wine tasting?
0: The wine tastery. Yeah, absolutely.
1: (laughs) Sorry. It's funny, but I knew that that's going to be your opening, but it was also my smash it. What
0: are you talking about? You just told me two other things you thought I was going to open with.
1: Potentially, but it was still aligned with the winery. Mm
0: -hmm. You got that right. Yeah, that
1: was hot. That was hot for me. Really brought me back, and I'm excited to go to check. and Maybe we'll look into staying at a winery I think next time.
0: Yeah, so smash like it's as hot as that. And last but not least, if you guys haven't left a review, you guys know we're suckers for a little love. Tis the season to share the love and give a gift, and we would love the gift of a review. If, oh, yeah. If you leave a five star review and you write something, we'll read it on this podcast right here.
1: Absolutely.
0: I have one I'd like to read the rest of.
1: Well, let's let's get it. <laughs> you let's even, it. You
0: didn't even ask me because you knew.
1: I knew, I knew. I, I saw you preparing. Uh, this
0: isn't your first rodeo. All
1: right, all right.
0: All right. Here we go. This is from our friend Laura Bell79.
1: Hello, Laura Bell.
0: Five stars titled Love It. Love the Pod. Nice. I've been listening to you guys for quite a while and frankly thought I left a review a long time ago. Love to hear a married couple's perspective, and you're both extremely entertaining. I look forward to listening every week. Keep up the great work.
1: I love that. What a beautiful review.
0: Thank you, Laura Bell. That is a beautiful review.
1: That's a beautiful review. Guys, be like our friend. Laura Bell. Laura Bell.
0: And leave us a beautiful review like that.
1: Yeah, tis the season, guys. (laughs) Tis the season.
0: Tis the season. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Laura Bell. That's the business. Before we get into the meat of this episode, what do you say we do a little 90 day by the way?
1: I also saw you working hard on it, so oh, yeah. let's let's hear. All right. Let's hear it.
0: All right. So, by the way, number one, I, and this is not confirmed, this is my suspicion, I have a feeling that Darcy and Stacy' Ultimate Reality TV Retreat in Vegas didn't actually happen. Really? Yeah.
1: Maybe no one signed up. That's
0: sort of my feeling. It was supposed to happen this weekend, this past weekend, December 1st through 3rd, but... Stacy and Florian I saw on social media were at an event in Miami on Saturday night. It looked like a a gala for this organization, Amina's Hand, which I looked into. They help provide resources to disadvantaged communities. So a great cause and great to see them out there supporting it. But you weren't supposed to be in Miami, guys. You're supposed to be in Vegas for the reality retreat.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. I know they're twins, but they can't be in two places at the same time, so...
1: That makes sense. Yeah. Maybe no one signed up because it was expensive.
0: $3,000 to hang with the sisters.
1: Yeah. That's that's a lot of money. And you have to fly to Vegas.
0: Yeah. So it's kind of a bummer. I was kind of looking forward to hearing about that. And maybe it still happened. Maybe. I don't know how it would have happened. As I said, they were in Miami on Saturday night. so Maybe
1: they postponed. But I feel like if they did, they would have announced
0: it. I know. I think so. I, I'm going with... Nobody wanted to cough up 3K.
1: Yeah. Or I think maybe one or two people. Right. But I don't think it's worth it. They can make it work with only one or two people. No,
0: especially because it's four of them. It's Georgie, Darcy, Flory, and Stacey. They're not going to split. Yeah. They're not going to do that for a couple thousand, I don't think. But there is a chance, if you want to see the sisters, speaking of Miami, they're going to be hosting the red carpet portion of the... International Influencer Awards in Miami Beach <laughs> on December 10th. It's an award show I've never heard of.
1: International Influencer Award.
0: Yeah, they recognize top social media influencers around the world.
1: All right. So, like, who's going to be there? All the Kardashians? And
0: I clicked on a couple of the categories because it's like top dad influencer, top <laughs> oh. TV influencer, top TikTok influencer. I didn't recognize any of them. Oh, wow. Darcy and Stacey will be out there on the red carpet interviewing these folks. All
1: right. I mean, Miami guys, if you're around.
0: Keep an eye out. And (laughs) one other little thing. Darcy has been teasing the release of something. And At the time of this recording, I don't know what it is, but she's been like, stay tuned. I'm going to announce something. I'm going to release something. And we all assumed Darcy and Stacey was canceled. Yeah. I don't know if it's a spinoff or another show on a different network or just... Whatever clickbait to keep people hooked, but I'm gonna stay tuned. You guys stay tuned, I'll let you know what's happening. But I would love to see some other iteration of Darcy and Stacy.
1: I would too. Like, why would they cancel it? I thought it was uh, it was successful, I
0: thought it was very highly rated. Yeah, maybe they're just the storylines are kind of running out of steam.
1: I can see that. I mean, I'm surprised that she got married. To Georgie, without any cameras, around.
0: unbelievable. It's really unbelievable. I thought that'd be an entire special itself, right?
1: Yeah, they. I think they blew it. Yeah.
0: So, all right. That's by the way, number one. A little Silva update. By the way, number two, we all remember Patrick from Patrick and Miriam. Yes. Right? He's gone on to be a successful DJ in Vegas. Well, he's also apparently part of a new Netflix series called Obliterated.
1: Okay, well, what is it about?
0: It's a fictional show. It premiered on Netflix November 30th. And the summary of the show says, an elite special forces team thwarts a deadly threat to Las Vegas after a celebratory party. The team discovers that the bomb they deactivated was a fake. Na- oh, was a fake. Now intoxicated, the team has to find the real bomb and save the world. So it's a fictional show.
1: That it sounds like, horrible.
0: sounds uh, terrible. But <laughs> my guess is Patrick is just like an extra, has a small part. Maybe he's like a DJ in the background oh, at the okay. party. But it's still cool nonetheless. And he posted about it on social media. So I, I guess he's proud of it. He's putting it out there. He's promoting it.
1: I uh, should stick to his music.
0: I know. He's actually a very good DJ. <laughs> he's not bad. Yeah. Every time he posts a video, he's posting like a mashup or something. I'm like, this kind of slaps. I yeah, no, like he, this. I think
1: he's good. I liked him. I liked Miriam too. It's just, yeah. they weren't really vibe i think they were friends
0: i think that's all i think he wanted more than friends she wanted friends yeah that's all there was but if you guys are interested check it out it's on netflix now it's called obliterated
1: yeah i think i'm (laughs) gonna pass but guys his music as we said is great if you want to check something out
0: obliterated also what igor was at the wine tastery (laughs)
1: Wait, what does obliterated mean? I don't even know what it means. Obliterated,
0: just I use it as like wasted, you're obliterated, you're messed up, you're destroyed, you're
1: okay, wrecked. Okay, like you're drunk. Well,
0: if, if you can use it in that term, okay. but you can obliterate a bunch of different things. So, there you go.
1: Thank you. Thank you for the English language lesson, Jonathan.
0: All the time. <laughs> so, here we go. Let's do it. The reason we're here. Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, season 10, episode 9. And let's talk about, and we've teased it enough... We should be sipping on a little wine, but I know we should. We should have got to gotta get in the mood. But all right. If I had thought about it sooner, maybe we would have. Anyways, a romantic winery getaway, a romantic wine tastery getaway.
1: And Justin. So Justin's taking Nikki to this nice looking local winery, I assume, local Moldavian. Mm-hmm. And he says, if she behaves, maybe we can have sex for the second time. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> he did have to get obliterated the first time. We saw him chugging the wine at the restaurant previously to get in the mood. Yeah. And so it's becoming quite the habit.
1: Yes. Like, it almost seems like he needs to get the wine drunk.
0: Yeah. And I don't like this pattern of behavior.
1: Me neither. But I think that's, that's what he's doing because they get to the hotel room and Justin immediately pours some red wine.
0: Oh, yeah. And he says, he's like, you're getting beautiful with every wine.
1: Yeah. That's his bang juice.
0: Yeah. Mm. That's his lubricant. When someone shows you who they are, you have to believe them. And he's showing me that he can only bang Nikki when he's drunk. He only finds her attractive when he's drunk.
1: Well, I think he finds her attractive when he's sober, but I think... He's not in peace with who she is. Yeah. And I think when he gets drunk, maybe that kind of disappears from his head.
0: Yeah. So she climbs on top of him, straddles him, and is like, maybe after dinner we can have sexy time. Always have sexy time before dinner. Never. Uh, sexy time after dinner is just an idea. It's a fantasy. It never happens. If it does happen, you're just a couple of seals going <laughs> at it. Like, <laughs> um, um. Hey, do it before when you're light, when you're feeling airy and fresh.
1: Or digest. So take like five hours.
0: <laughs> Again, that's a fantasy. You start to digest, you fall asleep, it's not going to happen.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That's my advice. Before, as that's the appetizer.
1: Ooh. Everyone's like, oh,
0: and, and for dessert sex it's like no for an appetizer sex
1: very true very true yes
0: (laughs) spoken from experience
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i think what nick is doing that she is being very much of a dominatrix i think he doesn't like it he keeps saying it and he says well I get manly vibes from you, and I think it's because she tries to take control, and I think a lot of guys like it, right? A lot of guys like when girls take control, but in this situation, I think Justin just needs her to not do anything. He needs her to not initiate anything and wait for him to do it. The fact that she keeps jumping on top of him and making all these comments all the time, like... It gets to his head and he cannot perform.
0: He wants to be the man. He wants yes. to initiate. He wants to be the dominating one in the relationship. And right, Nikki thinks, oh, I need to beg for sex. I need to force sex and then I'll have it. It will happen. It's. It could very well be the opposite. When you stop yeah. being so aggressive and begging for it, he will step up and be like, all right, little lady, now it's time.
1: Yeah, I think she needs to dial back on talking about it and just going for it so hard because that's his issue. Totally. He feels like, oh, who's the man in the relationship?
0: Totally. We do get confirmation that they banged. Yeah. They did end up having sex and we get this. This is new for 90 Day Fiance. We get the total sex count graphic on screen and it just said two. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Where was that graphic during this Dattler-Dempsey season?
1: Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> but yeah, they banged for a second time. All the wine worked. And New Day who dis, let's, let's bake something. Let's, let's take a baking class. So uh,
0: this instructor was dressed like a nurse. Like, Do you wear cute scrubs in the kitchen and check?
1: She wasn't dressed as a nurse. She was dressed as a baker.
0: Not a, any baker. I've seen. she was wearing like a hat. Yeah, like a, like that's a in Czech hat. too. Really? Like they
1: were basically like all white, kind of. This was I think this
0: was blue in the hat. It was, was like I mean a, this is
1: Moldova, but I'm saying like in Czech, yeah, bakers have uniforms.
0: All right, I'm a sucker for a traditional chef's hat, and she was wearing like a nurse's hat, and it kind of gave me some uncomfortable vibes. It okay. wasn't, it wasn't the, it, I don't know, it wasn't appetizing to me, but. <laughs> they do. They they start cooking and Nikki is wondering, oh, do Moldovan men actually cook? And the instructor's like, yeah. Yeah, they of course they do. But Justin's old school. And this goes back to the sex too, right? Justin's old school. He wants to be the initiator. He's the man. He wants to take action. Yeah. He wants he, to be in control. And he
1: says, Nikki doesn't cook. Nikki doesn't clean. In Moldova, the women cook, clean, take care of the house take care of the men, and then the men want to make love with them.
0: <laughs> it's very simple.
1: Very simple. And, yeah, I mean, we I know a lot of women who don't cook, don't clean, and, you know, you do you. I do that stuff. I think it's just because it's the way I was raised, and I also enjoy it, strangely. But I can see how Justin needs more from her that, like, connects him to his culture, right?
0: It's not even that. I feel like, and I don't love gender roles or gender stereotypes, like, oh, the woman should be the one to cook, the woman should be the one to clean. I don't subscribe to that. I think you do what you do to support the team and whatever your strengths are or your passions are, you can do that and you both help out equally. But I think in Justin's case, he does want more traditional gender roles because he's in this unique situation yeah where he he does want to be the man and he wants Nikki to be the woman yeah so traditional generals would help in that instance
1: yeah but that's not what Nikki does
0: no <laughs> <laughs> she's not traditional by any sense oh, of the word oh no
1: and i think they need to meet in the middle like he needs to he needs to meet her in the middle because she wants one thing he wants the other thing they need to Maybe she can cook sometimes, but he does the cleaning. Like they need to exactly figure it out. And as you said, you need to be a team. Like I do a lot of cooking, cleaning, but you do a lot of stuff too. John does the shopping. He empties the dishwasher. He cleans the dishes. Like he has his role too. He makes my, the bed. Yeah. I have my chores. Yeah, you have your chores. That's why it works, right? I think they, if they end up making it, which I don't see happening, but let's see they would need to like sit down and figure it
0: out. Yeah. So they sit down to eat their treat and they end up talking about the bang sesh that they had last night or should you say early morning. And that's sort of the issue here is that in the middle of the night, Justin woke Nikki up to bang. It was like 3 a.m. And Nikki finds that selfish. But you can't really help when the mood strikes.
1: Yeah, I think he probably, she was half asleep, so she wasn't trying to dominate anything. And that was his time to shine.
0: Exactly.
1: That was his time to shine. (laughs) Look
0: at this sleeping beauty. Uh, I'm just going to ravage her. And then (laughs) he did and they banged. But Nikki was upset when it happened. And I said it episodes ago, I never got bothered by Nikki talking about sex or how much she needed sex or wanted sex because I would always replace sex with just validation. Yeah. And she was looking for that. Now she's getting a little picky.
1: She is. And she straight up asked him, so, hey, is there an reason why you don't want to have sex? Because I'm trans? And he says, yes, because some of your emotions are man-like
0: well he says and I think his word of the episode is vibes everything is vibes this episode but he says sometimes when you show me emotion I'm feeling man vibes yes and I think what he's trying to say is she's just aggressive like in bed maybe she's aggressive she's dominating and that's a turnoff to him so he doesn't want to act sexually when she acts that way But for me now, the turnoff is just, you wanted to bang. I wanted to bang. We banged. Now you're complaining that we banged because it wasn't at the time you wanted to bang. So it's just very confusing.
1: Yeah. Justin said, he's like, I need a nice woman. You can be a nice woman <laughs> but I need you to work on your temper and your masculine energy
0: open the woman part of you and I will support this part like a man and I appreciate how <laughs> Nikki handles Justin and his thoughts and feelings like she just laughs kind of she's she could easily be offended by a lot of the things yeah I think she knows there's a language barrier I think she knows it's not coming from a bad place and intention is so important and i don't think his intention is to offend when he says like oh you're giving man vibes or i need a woman a nice one right and she laughs it off and i think that's great that she can look past the words and get more towards the intent of what he's trying to say
1: yeah and he says i introduced you to my parents to my friends like you need to be more understanding like i'm doing all the right things i'm taking all the steps well Not enough for Nikki. There's one
0: step you're not taking, brother.
1: And I don't know what's up with... uh, Not even millennials. What's the generation after millennials? Uh,
0: Younger or older? Older. Uh, Is it Gen Z? No, I think... I don't know. I'm not good with...
1: Me neither. But we see it with Shekinah. We see it with Nikki. What's up with them and social media and Facebook and making sure you are... Your partner is blasted all over your social media. It's like... I mean, I I get it, but I don't. Like, let them get there. Some people don't even use social media that much. Like, the fact that you are judging your relationship based on whether you are present on someone's social media or not. Meanwhile, they are introducing you to their parents. They are introducing you to their friends. Like, that's more important to me.
0: Generation X.
1: Generation X. Thank I you. It up. What's up with them? What's um, up with them, guys? Call in. I don't want
0: to, I don't want to blanket statement Gen X, because I well, think
1: obviously, you know who I'm talking about.
0: Right, but I think these are two unique situations. So in Shekinah and Sarper's experience, he's banged 2,500 plus women. True. So she needs to know that you're done with that. You're done putting this Playboy persona out there and you're ready to commit to me. And a great way to show that is to show our relationship. To the world. Mm -hmm. So to let other women know. Here with Justin and Nikki, obviously she's questioning is Justin okay with me being a trans woman? Does he love me for me? And a great way for him to prove that would be social media. So true. So it goes deeper. Again, with the sex for me, it was she's looking for validation. Same with the social media.
1: True. Well, Justin takes an extra step to prove Nikki that he's in this for real and he changes his status on Facebook to engaged. I'm not engaged to her. Okay,
0: and that's what I was wondering. He went from single to just engaged. Yeah. It doesn't say engaged to Nikki no. Exotica.
1: No. I think I went from single to married. I don't think I ever I ever said I was in a relationship with you. Okay. I don't think we did that. I mean, I, I honestly I didn't even think about it, but then we got married. Um why not?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we were both confident in each other, and that's yeah. why. I, that's why I'm saying I don't think it really matters to many couples. No, but if there was questions for one of us of, is the other person truly committed? Are they really in this for the real reasons? Then it would be more important to show that and make that gesture. I think.
1: Well, I think like for and I'm gonna speak for the you and I. Right, the first pose we ever did together, that was a bigger step because everyone's gonna be like, oh, who is this person? Right, right? but then. When I do make posts on social media and I'm I'm not, I don't post often, usually just when something cool is happening. Like, of course I post you, but I don't think about it. Like you're a part of my life. Like you, I don't even like, oh my gosh, like should I post pictures with John? It's it's, no, why not? I, I just do it without thinking about it. Right. But for them, it's like so important to do the first step. And now when I'm thinking back Not that it was hard, no, but when I posted a photo with you, I think it was from Chicago, I had a lot of friends asking, oh, who's this guy? Mm -hmm. Did you see your boyfriend? And I was like, yes, he's my boyfriend. (laughs) I
0: just asked him to be my boyfriend. I just asked him to be my
1: boyfriend. So, yes, I get it. That's a big step. But we did this three, four months in, right? They've been together for a while.
0: Yeah, over a decade or so. Right.
1: Same with Sarper and Shekinah. What, seven months?
0: Yeah, yeah. I know, it's, it's different for every couple, but I see, yeah. I see why each of these couples feels it's important. Yeah. So, new day, I'm taking Nikki to a wine tastery.
1: Finally, let's do this. A wine tastery focusing on being romantic.
0: A private wine tasting. And Justin takes the first sip, the very first sip, and goes, I feel like love vibes is coming.
1: Like, oh, he's going to chug that wine.
0: It's almost Pavlovian with him at this point. He takes a sip of wine. He's ready to bang. Mm. Right? He's connecting these two. And that's why every event now there's a bottle of wine involved because it's going to lead to banging.
1: Well, the hospitality manager speaks English very well. And he has some sass, too. Yeah, well,
0: yeah I, I said he was the sommelier, but I don't know if he is or he's not, but okay. Well,
1: that, his title was the hospitality manager.
0: All right. Well, he's like, yeah, when people do a wine tasting, they do tend to get a little tipsy. By the seventh wine, people aren't really listening to me anymore. <laughs> seventh? Justin looked wasted after the second sip.
1: Because he wasn't sipping. He was chugging.
0: True. True. Third wine, Nikki goes, hopefully tonight we can get busy. And then they just start making out
1: <laughs> And the manager looks at them and says, Too much information.
0: TMI. I yeah. used to say don't go there, but it's too long. So now I say TMI.
1: TMI. Sassy.
0: <laughs> so the Psalms like or the hospitality manager is still trying to do his job, be a professional. He's like, So this is a pink wine. This next wine we'll be drinking is a pink. And Nikki goes, Pink like what, baby? And Justin goes, To your lips, and she goes, Both lips, baby.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> and like this was very, it was turning very, very sexual. And you can see how drunk they both are.
0: Wasted.
1: Wasted. And listen, I've got drunk
0: Ooh. from
1: wine tasting multiple times in my life.
0: Tell our friends, I'm sure we have, about the wine tasting we did that wrecked us all.
1: Okay. So the town is called Valtice. It's a, it's a beautiful historic town with a beautiful baroque chateau, right? Castle? Chateau. Okay. And in the in the cellar of the chateau, they turned the cellar into a huge wine cellar. Well, it was a wine cellar originally, but now every year they select 100 best wines in the Czech Republic. 100? 100. 100. Red, white, rosés. Pink. They have some pink
0: <laughs> like your lips.
1: They have some um, they have some champagne. champagne at the end, right? And you pay I think it was like 25 bucks a person mm-hmm. ish.
0: You pay you, the price the next day. But you, go you ahead. get a
1: glass and I think for another $5 not even you get a big basket with bread and some snacks.
0: Not big enough.
1: And then you go in and I think my dad said there was a time stamp on it which I didn't even know. I think you have 2 or 3 hours mm-hmm. to get through it. And here's the, here the thing. You get into this beautiful, huge wine cellar, right? And you start with the reds. You go into the whites. No, you start with the whites. You go into yep. the reds.
0: And with champagne.
1: Here's the, here the tricky part. You are pouring yourself.
0: There's no bartender. There's no hospitality manager. There's no sommelier. There's just five bottles in a cooler.
1: It depends what type of wine it is.
0: Okay. And then... Five bottles in a cooler. Five bottles in a cooler. Five bottles in a cooler. Just all the way throughout this entire cellar. Well,
1: it you make you dumbing it down. I,
0: I, when I say in a cooler, I mean like a fancy one. Like
1: it, it's made for wine. Some of them were in a cooler. That not in a cooler. It was just chilling the glass. If it's a white wine, like a wine or wine,
0: it's almost like fancy wine fridge.
1: Yeah, and you have descriptions about all the wines, the history, what grapes it's made from, like what what award it won.
0: But it's literally just. An open bottle sitting there and you go up and you pour as much or as little as you want.
1: Yes. And once whoever kills the bottle, they come and they replace it with a new <laughs> one. Like it, and so you walk through trying to taste 100 wines. Yeah. I got there looking looking pretty decent. I yeah. got out on all four.
0: Yeah. I don't
1: remember leaving the wine cellar.
0: Let's post, let's post a photo for the Patreon and Supercast. Oh, my gosh. Not, that, not the one where you look like you, I don't know have 19 different eyes looking in different directions (laughs) but either the wine cellar so people know what we're talking about or maybe the video of the ride home where we're singing at the top of our lungs oh
1: maybe not that
0: (laughs) we won't post that we'll we'll post a photo though yes all right next day all aboard the struggle bus
1: nikki is so hungover but i'm gonna make a comment remember when we met her she says She spends two to four hours or two to five hours on makeup. I think
0: it was like, yeah, two, two to three maybe.
1: She still has a full face of makeup. And this is not makeup from the night before. Uh, This is a brand new makeup. So she, while being hungover, she still did that. Good for her. I would never freaking do it. I would just put the sunnies on and I would just roll.
0: So for me, the last thing I'd want to eat when I'm hungover is mystery meat. She, (laughs) She sits down and is like, what? what is this? What kind of meat is this? And Justin's like, mouse meat or pork. I don't know. It's good meat.
1: Mouse meat. I think
0: he was joking. Yeah. But literally the last thing I would want to eat when I'm hungover is mystery meat.
1: I guess. I want something greasy and not healthy. I don't
0: want anything when I'm hungover. I'm so nauseous usually.
1: I I usually crave something like popcorn chicken from Publix. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's pretty good.
0: So Nikki, of course, brings up sex again and Justin's like last night we had sex I gave you what you wanted but you're still not happy again because it was at 3 a.m. and Justin's like just I don't like when you push me
1: yeah because he says I also want to have sex sometimes but you need to stop pushing me
0: yeah let it happen organically yeah and so Nikki's like okay well do you just want to be friends then because I don't have sex with my friends we just we're just friends. And so you and I, if we're not having sex, we're just like friends.
1: That's such an aggressive comment. You don't sleep with your friends. You don't kiss your friends. You don't cuddle with your friends.
0: Well, Justin does. <laughs> In my country, we have sex with our friends. Just friendly sex.
1: Well, I think he was trying to say, yeah, we do friends with benefits too.
0: Yeah. He was <laughs> like,
1: translate him.
0: Nikki's like, really? While we've been together? Don't lie to me, Igor. And she uses Igor. Yeah. And that's how you know she is serious and Justin goes bitch vibes coming <laughs> I'm telling you vibes was his word of the episode <laughs>
1: <laughs> He probably vibes. picked it up somewhere I feel him the first time I've ever heard someone said YOLO changed my life
0: could not stop using could
1: it. not stop using YOLO
0: Yeah well you only live once so <laughs> um Nikki tells the camera guys are going to be guys and I know this because I was a guy I know what he's thinking and that's so interesting and so she asks Justin well now's the time. Tell me. I won't judge you. Have there been any girls you fucked around with while we were together? And he says, since we've been engaged, when I gave you this ring, no, nah, I've stopped with the other girls. Yes. So since you've been engaged.
1: Well, here's the issue. She applied for the K one visa two months before they got engaged. Which uh-huh. K one visa are engagement visa? Why would you apply before you got engaged? Because,
0: as I said, engagements are make believe; they're an idea. So yeah, you they're can just,
1: beautiful, but yeah,
0: they're beautiful. They're they're
1: meaningful. They're,
0: they're meaningful. It's a nice, it's a great gesture. It's amazing. It is. It's there's of course there's meaning behind it, but it's not official or legally binding or anything. So you could just tell the government. Yeah, we're engaged and start the process. So they did. And then I guess Justin did a a proper engagement. And he was banging up until that proper engagement.
1: I guess he said he makes a comment that I don't think I understood because he says that it's a babe. This is better than masturbating. What does it even mean? Like it's I don't know what he's trying to. Exactly. Complete opposite, Justin.
0: It's actually you. You masturbate so that you don't end up yeah. banging other people. Thank
1: you, because I said, is he talking some like special male code language?
0: No, I think he was just saying, and maybe I don't know if it's cultural or if it's just personal. But some people don't masturbate. Some people, it's against the religion, and so I don't know if he's saying this is better than. The alternative, like, it, it's, it's more natural, it's more beautiful to make love to a woman. I, or if he's just trying to say, like, a release is a release. I was using this woman as a hand, basically.
1: Oh, But ugh. it's such
0: a bad excuse. So bad. Nikki is not happy. And his whole defense is, well, it's in the past, but it's still ridiculous timing because Nikki had already filed for the K-1.
1: Yeah, and Nikki says, oh, now it all makes sense to me why, why you don't want to ha- have sex with me. But that's not the reason, Nikki. He literally told you the right. reason the day before. Him banging other women, it's not the reason why he doesn't want to have sex with you.
0: No. If anything, it proves he does have a sex drive, but he's showing you and telling you, no, it's your behavior that's... Keeping me, yeah, from wanting to have sex.
1: Here is a hot take. You ready? Yes. There. This is ninety day OG. Foreigners coming to America, right? Yes. They're still in Moldova. Ah.
0: They have. They
1: have to be done. Like she needs to. She needs to leave because she said, "I'm done." Um. She walked away. I don't see him making it to the U.S. And if he does, then I'm gonna call bullshit on this show because. This should have been before 90.
0: Totally. And you make a fantastic point. We have enough couples to lose them. Yeah. We're, we're episode nine now. We just got introduced to another couple. We still didn't have Clayton and Annalie or Gino and Jasmine this episode. So That's f-
1: what I'm saying. We got a new couple. I think they're going to call it quits. I think she's going to go back to the U.S.
0: Okay. And look, I would understand. That's ridiculous that he's banging other women while you're applying for yeah. a fiance. Yeah. Visa.
1: And he clearly cannot get over the fact that she's trans. Like, let's just be all honest. He's being honest. He cannot get over it. He's trying. I don't know what his motive is. Maybe he does truly love her and trying to get over it. Maybe it's money. I don't know what it is, but there is no way they can make it work.
0: I agree. All right. This is a good place to take a break. All right. I'll tell you about our sponsors. For this episode, and when we come back, we'll talk about all the other couples. There's a lot to talk about, guys. So we'll be back in a second. And we're back.
1: Hello, Jonathan.
0: I can't lose you, baby, because I got you, baby. Can't lose you, baby, because I got you, baby.
1: Oh. (laughs) It's
0: (laughs) It's a Rob rap.
1: Yes, Rob and Sophie. 66 days to wedding.
0: Time's flying when you're... Always arguing.
1: Well, so let's do some bowling with Ty and Torai.
0: You got that right. Um, Rob loves to bowl because of the reflex jiggle.
1: Whatever that means.
0: I think it means the booty, the booty bounce.
1: And Sophie says bowling is very popular in England because of the bad weather.
0: That makes sense to me.
1: Yeah. I don't like bowling.
0: What are you talking about? We went bowling in check till like 4 a.m.
1: Whose idea was it? Not mine. Oh. Not my ass, all the drunkies, um I okay, my parents friends who wanted to go there and bowl at 2 a.m. while Fair you enough. and I were falling asleep.
0: Fair enough. Um we finally found someone with a worse English accent than Teresa. Guys. Who? Rob.
1: Okay. Elaborate.
0: He did an English accent. Oh
1: I forget what he was saying, but oh. it, was,
0: it was not good.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's not good in general.
0: Very true. He is
1: um I'm trying to figure it out. His personality and why it bothers me so much. Because he's
0: it, not real. He's not authentic. He just needs to drop the cool guy act and just be real for a minute. But
1: I think that's he thinks that's that, that's who he is. Like
0: doing a, a choreographed dance at the airport is not cool. It's you're trying to be cool. You think that's cool, but that's not. That's not authentic. That's, yeah. that's not normal or natural.
1: But even I think he, in a way. I don't know how to describe it, but for example, they're telling the cameras that, oh, "Okay, we're gonna bowl," and Sophie says, "I'm good at bowling. I'm better than Rob." And she's kind of joking. And Rob is like, "No, no, no, no. You're not better at any sport. It's like any sport. It's like I, I'm better at all sports." That's what I'm saying. it's, I don't think he's joking, right?
0: No, he's not. He's trying to put on this facade that yeah. he's the best, he's the coolest, yeah. And he's not. What's cool is being authentic and being you. And he, I think he struggles with that.
1: I would love to see him play cricket.
0: Is that an English sport? Yeah. Oh, I mean, he'd probably be better at it than bowling because he stunk. He was <laughs> he was the worst one there.
1: Yeah. And he's one of the people who don't know how to lose.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Again, because he needs to be the best and the coolest.
1: Yeah. Sophie's pretty good.
0: Sophie was very good. Yeah. And, and so was Tori and Ty. Yeah, so. and
1: so friends are asking, hey, Sophie, so why did you go through his phone? Like, what's up with that? And so she tells them, and they didn't know. Rob didn't tell them the whole story.
0: Yeah, Rob's a knob. And we get confirmation what app it was. We were always wondering, was it Instagram? It was
1: Snapchat.
0: Snapchat, which means cheating. Yes. I think this is cheating. Yes. If you are sending oh, yeah. junk mail, oh, yeah. knob pics, to... Random girls on Snapchat, I would say that's cheating.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And Tori is like, whoa, you didn't tell me that. This kind of changes things. And so Tori and Ty, they see where Sophie was coming from. They, yeah. still, they still don't think it's good, which I agree with. You shouldn't be going through phones. No, you
1: shouldn't. But she says, at this point, when he did it twice to me, I need to get past it. And for me to get past it, I want to make sure he's not doing it again. Like, Yeah, I get it. Like, I I would not want to be going through your phone. But at the same time, if you did this to me twice, first of all, I wouldn't be here because I would be done with you. But let's say I wouldn't. I don't know how I would get past it. And I guess randomly checking your phone, that would be the thing to do.
0: Yeah, but I told you last episode, there's so many ways to get around that. And it's the false sense of security and trust.
1: You think he knows that stuff?
0: Oh, if he knows anything. It's probably how to be sneaky.
1: Well, it's not because he did it twice and she found out twice.
0: True. <laughs> True. I stand corrected. But so nobody is siding with Rob. And, and he's
1: mad about it. He doesn't it.
0: understand why people are on, on his side. He's like,
1: I'm pretty lost after this whole situation. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like My friends, like not understanding. It's like, dude, like you didn't tell them.
0: Yeah. You didn't tell them because you knew it was bad. Yeah. So therefore, how are you surprised that they think it's bad? That's yeah. why you didn't tell them.
1: So, new day who this?
0: Yes, we're back at Rob's and Sophie's. Yeah. Sophie's Skyping her friend Maya.
1: Back in London.
0: Back in London. And Sophie is kind of catching her up on things, telling her how things have been a little crazy. But she's loving L.A.
1: She's loving L.A. And So, Maya knows that he did online cheat on her before. Yeah. She doesn't know he did it again. And when Sophie tells her, she is very concerned. Yeah,
0: as any good friend would be. You do it once, shame on you. You do it twice, shame on me. And so, and Maya's like, how can you trust him at all now that he's done it multiple times? How do you know that you'll really be happy going through with this how do you know he won't do it again
1: yeah and she asks a good question she says are you even gonna be happy on your wedding day
0: no because you'll probably be checking his phone right before you walk down the aisle
1: and Sophie kind of agrees to that she's like I don't know and Maya's asking well on another note did you tell him that you're bisexual you cannot tell him the day before the wedding
0: yes thank you and this was my point Maya, so I appreciate you saying it. And so he's like, well, because of everything going on, I haven't had the chance to tell him yet. And Maya says, well, don't wait until the day before the wedding.
1: Yeah. Sophie's nervous that this can be the final thing to break them up. Good.
0: I know. I don't think you guys are right for each other. No.
1: She needs to go back to London.
0: Yeah. So New Day, they're going to go ring shopping. Wedding bands, nothing fancy, they say. But there's something else... Big happening today. This is the day Sophie's going to tell Rob she's bisexual.
1: Yes. Before she does, she asks, well, what's the budget? Like 5K? I want some rose gold. And they're all basically laughs. And I laughed with him because, Sophie, you guys don't have a bathroom indoors. Do you <laughs> think he has 5K to spend on the ring?
0: Yeah. yeah. He got you a rose. And now you're asking for a rose gold.
1: Well, Sophie gets serious. She says, I need to tell you something, um, but I'm very anxious. Uh, okay, I'm gonna tell you. And then she walks away. She walks outside, sits down, and starts crying.
0: I felt for her. Yeah. I think it's easy to overlook the reality of this announcement because it is reality TV, but this is a coming out, right? Yeah. This is a big announcement. That she's going to make to her fiancé and to the world. Yes. And sure, she's told other people. I don't know exactly who in her family or friend circle knows, but clearly Maya does. But this is big, and I think this is an authentic reaction.
1: Well, you remember she told Maya in London before she went to the U.S., so I don't think a lot of people know.
0: Yeah. So, as you said, she's having this panic attack. She runs outside. She's crying, and I love Rob inside, like, Am I supposed to come outside? Like Should I close my eyes? What kind of surprise is this? What are we doing here?
1: Well, so he comes out because he hears her crying. And Sophie says, there is no need to be angry at me. I have not done anything, but I need to tell you. I'm bi.
0: He's like, "You're bi?" Like bisexual?
1: Ding ding ding.
0: And crickets. then he crickets. And then he yeah, he goes speechless. And I was surprised. I kind of thought he was just going to be like, cool, all right, whatever. But he, he can't even say one word.
1: He doesn't know what to say. Literally, he is speechless.
0: Yeah. I'm curious to see how he will handle it. I hope he doesn't use it against her to get back at the way she came at him for the... Not nah, picks, right? I hope it's not like, see, you were having secrets too, right?
1: Yeah, I think from the previews, he's kind of going to say something in a way that, all right, well, if you want to experience and be with someone else, well, I, I can also, I can yeah. also be with someone else. And she says, that's not what I'm trying to tell you. That's not what I want to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's also that thought that a lot of people have that, oh, you're bi. That means... You have to be with both, right? So you're not going to be just happy with me. You're going to need a woman too. You're going to cheat on me because of that. It's like, well, no. It just means you you can love both genders, but she's yeah. chosen to be with you.
1: Here's why I think she does need to break up with him and be with a woman, at least to try it out because she's never tried it out. True. And so he's an idiot. He's not the love of your life. He basically cheated on you twice he's a total moron and you have something that you admit to yourself that that's how you feel but you've never acted on it i think she needs to yeah. explore it also she's 23 she's very so young, true. very young just please dumb the knob have fun and eventually you'll figure it out if you want to be with a guy or a girl, like who, who you're attracted to more. I don't know how that works, but she needs to explore.
0: Yeah, that's a good point, because if they were over the moon happy, I would go, oh, there's nothing to worry about. But you're right. They're on the verge of breaking up every other day. Yes. So then you add into the fact that there's this other element where she is attracted to another gender she's never experienced and she may want to experience it. Yeah, it's yes. a recipe for an unhappy relationship. Yep. So, all right. Let's see. I'm interested.
1: New couple alert. New couple.
0: Who this?
1: Sam and Citra. I first saw her name was Citron, which mm-hmm. is lemon, mm-hmm. right? And I said, what a cool name.
0: Citra is not cool?
1: It's, it's cool. Not as cool as Citron.
0: I think it's very similar.
1: Citra, Citron. Yeah. Well, potato, okay. potato. Okay.
0: Sam, 30 years old from Cameron... Missouri,
1: And then we get the opening scene of him waking up in his car, going to a gas station, kind of doing the Darcy dash mm-hmm. before work. Because he says, I sleep in my car because I work double shifts. It's one hour each way, so it's just easier to nap.
0: Good for him.
1: Yeah, he's hustling. He clearly clearly works at Amazon.
0: Yeah, he's like, I work for an online retailer or something and then cut to the Amazon logo. Yeah,
1: they didn't (laughs) hide it.
0: Yeah, and they do bust their ass at Amazon. Oh, yeah. I think it's a whole timed thing. Oh, yeah. You're running back and forth and the more packages you move, the more money you make. So, he looks like he needs a nap. He looks like he needs a good night's sleep in a bed, not his yeah. car. Yeah. But good for him for busting his ass, especially because we know where he's come from. And it seems like he's yeah. straightened his life out and he's, he's on the right track And now. he
1: says, this is not the career choice, but this is what I have to do because when I was 15, I got addicted to pain mats. And this is so sad because at 15, getting pain mats, where did you get it from?
0: Well that's my question. He didn't go into it, but a lot of people get addicted because they got injured or had yeah. surgery and they get put on opioids and then they can't get off. At 15, maybe he did break yeah. something or get surgery or I don't know, a lot of kids obviously just start doing drugs and get Yeah, but I feel like it. at
1: 15 I would smoke weed. I don't think I would go for pain meds.
0: Yeah, certain areas of the country, opioids are the most popular thing and that's what you go with because everyone else is doing it, right? It's not an age thing. It's an access thing.
1: Well, it's sad that he said it made my life very hard and basically it took him seven years to get clean. He got clean when he was around 22. He relapsed a few times, but overall he's been clean, working hard.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't know that this is the platform he needs to be on.
1: What do you mean? 90 day?
0: Yeah, this is a tough world to navigate. Correct. He's going to get a lot of shit potentially. And if you're in a fragile state of mind, I don't know that he is. He said he's been sober almost 10 years, so hopefully he's got a a good grasp on things. But
1: he relapsed a few times. But
0: he's relapsed, but hopefully not recently. But man, if the hate train starts coming for you on 90 Day Fiance, and you go back to using to numb that pain it's gonna be very sad
1: hopefully not hopefully it works out for them because he says i a couple years ago over three years ago i met citra on a dating app she's 26 from west java indonesia and they started as friends he said i wasn't immediately did he say attracted or
0: yeah well he thought she was hot yeah but he said i didn't get attached yes right away but she's got a nice personality and a big old butt.
1: Correct. And so they started talking, right? And they got closer. And after two years, they finally met face to face when he flew to Indonesia.
0: Yeah. Best trip of his life, he says. It was surreal. And they formed that bond super quick.
1: Yes. And he said, I didn't have money for a ring, but I still proposed.
0: He got down on a knee. Yeah. So is it was just empty handed down on a knee? I guess. Come on, man. You got to get something.
1: Yeah, get a cheapo ring.
0: Get a $1 ring. Get something. Give something. And I couldn't see. The video was too far away. But I saw him get down on a knee and, like, put his hands out, maybe to hold her hand. But you got to exchange something, right? Yes. It's the thought that counts, but also have something.
1: Have something. ring pop. (laughs) That's something. But But
0: she said said yes. She said yes. (laughs) Most important part. Yes.
1: And then we get to meet Citra. She's 26, as I said, from West Java, Indonesia. And we see her talking to her sisters about Americans.
0: Do you buy the way Citra says they met? She's like, I was bored at work one day and looking for friends. Like, do you go on these apps looking for friends?
1: Kind of. I... Like when I went on Tinder, right, I don't know what I was...
0: But you uh, were in the same city as the place you were looking. You weren't true. in another country, quote-unquote, looking for friends.
1: Well, you can also... Some people like to text with other people. Like pen pals? Yeah. I, I think I'm could, really bad at that. I
0: think that could be more popular in other countries, maybe.
1: Yeah. So maybe she was looking for a friend. Okay. Why not?
0: Okay, and she said, oh, I saw him. He was cute, but he looked young, but said he was 26, so I went for it. And then, yeah, we see her with her sisters talking about Americans. We get a lot of insight on Americans from foreigners this episode, yeah. whether it's Nick or Citra and her sisters. So
1: Americans are apparently as tall as Ryan Gosling. Mm. I don't think Ryan Gosling is that tall.
0: Uh, I don't know.
1: <laughs> they drink a lot of soda and alcohol. yeah. And six that's foot. about it.
0: Ryan Gosling's six feet.
1: All right. I mean, he's not that tall. Shorter than me. So yes. And I don't
0: drink soda at all. Yeah, so it. Citra, get your facts straight. <laughs> um, but she's really close to her sisters. They got close when their mom passed away yes. three years ago. So, Sam and Citra both have, have some tough times behind Correct. them that maybe has brought them closer.
1: Here is why it's going to be tough for them. The fact that her religion is Islam and if someone wants to marry her, he needs to convert. Yeah. But then later on we learn that Sam, Sam is an atheist. Yeah. Which, that's tough.
0: It's tough because, and we've talked about this, we talked about it on our maths episode, yeah. the last one. Atheist is one thing, agnostic is another, and If you were agnostic, I could see you going and converting. But if you're atheist, that means like, hey, I don't believe in God, right? You're as adamant as a Jewish person would be or a Christian person would be or that. So then to convert is like, man, you're going to go against what you truly believe. You've believed this for 26 years or however long. And you're just going to go against it to make someone else happy and get married.
1: Yeah. And especially... If let's say he convert to become a Christian, right? I I guess you have to do some things. You have to go to the church, right? But you can still drink. You can still go about your life, right? You don't have to do anything that's unusual for you. With Islam, they have a lot of things. They do a lot of rules, a lot of celebrations, right? They don't drink. They do Ramadan. Mm-hmm. And that's very different than what he knows.
0: Yeah. And, Maybe, because we know 90 days don't do research. It's the the fact that it is so different that he thinks, yeah, whatever, because it doesn't even seem real. He's not familiar with it. He doesn't know anyone who practices. So it's almost make-believe. It's almost a fantasy to him. So he's like, Mm. sure, why not? Well, it's going to get very real for you. Oh, yeah. Just as any religion would if your partner was more serious about it.
1: Yeah, I'm very curious to see how that works.
0: <laughs> yeah, we cut back to Missouri and we meet Father Brian.
1: Yes, and so we learn that Sam does not live in his car permanently. No. He lives with his dad.
0: Yes, and we learn a little bit about mom and dad. Mom was super religious. Yes. Christian.
1: Dad is an atheist who believes in aliens. Hello.
0: Yeah, sounds like my podcast partner. Uh, (laughs) Sam also believes in aliens. He says he saw a UFO. But yes, he considers himself an atheist. So he is a little nervous. He brings Mm -hmm. up all the fasting, the no drinking. It's going to be tough. But I think you make a great point. For someone who is in recovery, for someone who has battled addiction, it actually could be really helpful and healthy for him.
1: Yeah, to follow a set of rules. Yeah. With someone who he loves, I think if he just decided on his own, no one would hold him accountable, right? Right, so having her, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we see him calling Citra, and we learn that Citra's coming soon. Not alone, Dad is coming a few days after, and here is the craziest thing, and this is maybe that's why they waited so long to introduce them. They're not doing 90 days. They're doing 14 days.
0: Yeah, 14-day fiancé.
1: Yes. so the dad can also be there.
0: And so correct me if I'm wrong. The only reason they're doing 14-day fiancé is because dad can only take like two weeks off of work or whatever. He can't be there for three months.
1: Well, I think the reason why he's coming so early and not towards the end of the three months is because her, she cannot have sex before marriage. And I think he's nervous, them living together yeah. without being married. He's nervous they're going to be banging. Yeah. So I think he's going there to make sure it's not happening and they do get married.
0: Yeah. Sam must really love this girl. Because oh, this, yeah. this is a lot to have dad come and stay there and keep an eye on them. And dad, Herman, I think is his name, police officer. Ooh. So there's even that intimidation yep. factor. Yeah. Um, because yeah, Herman needs to come and witness the wedding and then return home.
1: Yes, but I'm glad that Sam said I've been very open with Citra. She knows all about my past, right?
0: Good. Yes. Yes,
1: and she still loves me. She gets pa- she got past it and we're together. We love each other. We're gonna get married.
0: Yes. All right. Ooh, Shall we move on?
1: Let's go from misery to Arkansas. Uh,
0: this is a little piggy is heading back to (laughs) Searcy.
1: Yeah, so they stayed in Memphis for the night because the flight from South Korea was very long.
0: Taking all the large buildings now, you're not going to see any for a long time.
1: And they crossed the bridge and here comes Arkansas. This is the
0: classic uh, foreigner out of water experience, right? You had it, Nick's having it. He's like, this is not the image of America. That I had. I, when Koreans talk about America, they talk about big cities like New York, not gators in the creek.
1: Yes, I didn't know there are gators in Arkansas. Mm, yeah, I could see okay. that. Yeah, I, I mean, I can see them going a little up north.
0: I could see that. So they get to Devon's house, nice house,
1: nice big house for a reason because. Oh boy. All these titty babies that are still living at home. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, she lives definitely lives with her parents, of course, and then her two sisters and her brother, Caden. Yes. Caden is one message board away from starting a cult. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so seven people in this house? Is, yeah. my, math, is my math correct?
1: Yes. Uh, yes.
0: Two, four, yeah. five, seven people in this house. Yeah. So yeah it's the cult already.
1: He's getting detour. He says, wow, a big house. You don't see this in South Korea, really. They go to her room or their room for now.
0: <laughs> he bounces on the bed. <laughs> he's like, this will work.
1: And he's like, what is the stuff piggy I gave you? What, what is uh, the stuff?" piggy? Let him
0: breathe. Let him out. Take out the stuffed piggy.
1: And you see her room. She has multiple piggies there. Yeah.
0: Never forget who you are.
1: Well, so she takes him on a walk around Cersei immediately.
0: This is nice. And the first stop was this art alley which was cool it was like yeah. a, a bunch of street art these murals and Devon did a piece she did this skateboarder yes which was i thought that was cool it's nice to see another angle of someone like oh artist i, yeah. didn't, I didn't know that
1: i would love to know what she does for a living or is she still in school like she's, she's a pretty baby
0: she's a pretty <laughs> baby well yeah
1: but like is she in school is that, is it why she lives with her parents
0: that's a good question cuz she was
1: in australia for I something don't,
0: If she was still in school, she'd have a hard time sponsoring Nick.
1: Well, you think she's sponsoring Nick? I think. I think the parents, did you see the house?
0: Yes, but don't you think they would tell us that? That adds some stakes. I would want to know. I think they would tell us. Well. They did with the whole Nicole and Asin thing.
1: True. Um, All right. So they walk around Cersei and Nick is starting to realizing that all right, there is not a lot of Korean culture, okay, there is no Korean culture, and then he learns that the name of the county is White County, and he's yeah. concerned,
0: yeah, and Devin's like, "Well, it's not talking about skin color. And Nick's like, "Well, there must be a reason, and she goes, "You can research
1: well, next next thing on the on the tour is this Confederate soldier statue. I'm gonna give credit to Nick for the fact that he knew what it was, what it meant. I don't think a lot of foreigners knew about the civil war between the South and the North and the reason why.
0: I don't think a lot of Americans know that history. True,
1: but he did.
0: Yeah, yeah. So
1: kudos to him for actually doing some research.
0: Yeah, and he realizes, well, all right, if this town has a Confederate statue, they may not be so welcoming to foreigners, especially after COVID when anti-Asian sentiment Increased, so he's feeling a little uncomfortable.
1: Yes, I get it. I get it.
0: Totally. New day. Fish fry.
1: Fish fra. Hmm. That's what I say. Fish fra. Fish fry. Fish fra.
0: Okay.
1: I'm I'm doing the Arkansas accent. Eh, Fish fra. All right.
0: Uh, so time to meet some real Arkansas Americans.
1: Yes. The family (laughs) friends. Yeah, That didn't get the names. I don't either. But poor Nick is feeling like an outsider, but he's gonna be friendly. He's gonna be helpful. He's frying the fish.
0: He's battering up the fish, frying it up. He was jumping in there doing his thing.
1: And he says, "This is this is basically like fish and chips." Mm-hmm. And the friend, one of the friends, says, "Southern fish and chips."
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they sit down to eat, and here we go.
1: <gasps> Here we
0: go. One of the friends asks, so what do South Korean people think of Americans?
1: Ooh. Nick. Greasy food and being fat.
0: And then he gives this big smile, which I don't know how to take. He goes, he quickly said, I don't think that way, but people in Korea think that yeah. way. Yeah, So... Then we go into defense mode. Devin's like, well, unhealthy food is much cheaper than healthy food.
1: Yes. And that says, some people are just lazy and they go to a fast food restaurant instead of cooking.
0: drive throughs are much easier. Yeah. And Nick goes, oh, you're lazy. So you always get fast food for lunch. No wonder you're a piggy.
1: And he shakes her belly.
0: And he goes, look at this.
1: And the woman, friend of the family, says, are you serious? Yeah. Parents are a little concerned about all the piggy comments, but they know about it. They know that he calls her a piggy and mom says, I don't think he understands what he's saying.
0: I think he does. I think he I think he completely does. That's why he calls her piggy in reference to her eating fast food. And rubs her belly.
1: Yeah. I think he completely
0: knows what he's saying. I don't know if he knows how offensive yeah, it is. That,
1: that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. But,
0: but he totally knows what he's saying and why he's saying it. The fact that he's made it his, her entire personality is a little concerning. Yeah. The fact that he's giving stuffed animals and there's multiples and it has the nickname. Like that's not an offhanded comment that he's just saying after the holidays when he's like, Oh, you turned into a little piggy this holiday season.
1: Well, He he must paint her this way because you remember when she met his parents, they said, oh, you're not as big. Maybe. They made a comment that she's not as fat as he made her sound. So he must talk about her this way. and, And let's be honest, she's not fat. No. No, not at all. So, Nick, you need to, you need to, you need to stop. You need to stop this whole piggy thing.
0: Yeah. The friends were like, man, this is tough. 90 days, he's possibly going to be the father to your grandchildren? And dad was like, yeah, well, this is something we thought about. We just haven't had the chance to really discuss it with them yet. So now the parents aren't sure if Nick is a good person or a good person for their daughter.
1: I think he is. I just think he needs to start listening to what she's telling him. And she says, hey, I don't like this nickname. It's offensive in America. She's not joking. I, yeah. think, I think he doesn't fully understand, as you said, how offensive it actually is calling someone a piggy, a yeah. lazy piggy.
0: Yeah. And I wonder, because we've seen her push back a little on the nickname, but I wonder if she's actually said, like, hey, please don't call me that. Yeah. This is offensive. And I would appreciate if you came up with a different nickname. She
1: said she basically gave up. She said right. she tried and then she just let it go.
0: Right. But she doesn't, from what I've seen of her, seem like someone who really stands her ground. Yeah. So I'd like to see her stand her ground a little more and let him know how serious she is about it and then see if he's willing to change.
1: And tell us what you do for a living. Devin. Yeah. Yes. Very curious.
0: She probably runs social media for her brother's cult. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Last?
1: Is it last? Ooh, but not least.
0: I'm glad it's last because you know I'm going to get worked up.
1: All right. It's Ashley and Moron. I mean, Manuel.
0: (laughs) We pick up where we left off with the candle making. Manuel just stormed off. And we learn Manuel's favorite sentence is mucho walla walla, which means you're talking too much.
1: Yes. And Alyssa is concerned and is asking, is this normal? Does he run away like this all the time? And Ashley says, oh, he's done it a few times. Concerning. It's completely concerning. It's completely
0: concerning. Especially because... It's one thing to get upset when you're in an argument with your significant other and you storm off to get space. I think you should try to be a little more mature in front of guests, in front of Ashley. So it's like, if this is how you behave in front of guests, how do you behave in private?
1: And we, I think we get a taste and it's not ideal.
0: So he took off. He walked back to the house. Ashley and her friends, they leave. Ashley comes home. She's pissed that he walked home because something could have happened to him. And Manuel's just ignoring her.
1: He's watching soccer.
0: He's watching his soccer, which could have been a reason maybe he wanted the internet so badly, is to keep up on his sports.
1: He's watching it on the cable. I thought he was
0: watching on his phone. Ooh. But Ashley doesn't care. She's like, why are you always running away? Like, talk to me, stop ignoring me. Why are you always running away? And Manuel makes a decent point about I don't need other people involved in our business. This is between you and I. This is none of their business. You're bringing it up. You're getting them involved. I don't want them involved. And that's all well and good, and I subscribe to that. I don't need our friends involved in our business. But I still wouldn't run away and act like that.
1: No, but friends are making sure that he's a good person and they've seen him doing some interesting things. They probably heard her say what he's done. So they, they just want to make sure she's doing the right thing. And I think it's okay. He could have answered in a nice polite way and tell them, hey guys, thanks for being concerned, but this is between me and Ashley. Let's just keep it that way. Let's talk about candle making. You yeah. can <laughs> shut someone down in a polite way when they're being intrusive. He is not mature enough to do that. He, he gets pissed and takes off.
0: Yeah. If I was him, I would want to prove that I was a responsible partner for Ashley. Yeah. And so I would stay there and I wouldn't lose my cool and I wouldn't run away because that makes me look bad. That makes Ashley look bad because he's a reflection of her. And he should have shown, not told or ran away that, yeah, you can trust me. I'm a good guy. I'm here for the right reasons. So yeah. He showed the complete opposite.
1: The complete opposite.
0: By running away. And Ashley keeps going on. This is our life. It's not just your life. And Man was like, I don't care. I just want to watch my soccer. So Ashley stands up and leaves. Yes. Then New Day.
1: New Day. Let's get some food. And not just any food. The most popular place in Rochester
0: <laughs> Dogtown, where they serve garbage plates.
1: I'm Home not f- sure how I feel about a name.
0: Uh, garbage plates? Yeah. It's home fries, macaroni salad, cheeseburger and hot dogs, uh, mustard, onions, and cheese sauce.
1: I'll be honest. I would not eat it.
0: I would have a bite.
1: I, I hate cheese sauce. <laughs> I don't like, like macaroni salad. No.
0: she's like, mm, we'll take two. No.
1: no. This,
0: this is the type of thing you should win a t-shirt after eating, or at least like have your name <laughs> on the wall after you finish.
1: Yes. And put Actually, I'm gonna say poor Manuel because he says he looks at it and says, "I miss a good Equ- Ecuadorian food, good good fish,
0: a ceviche." Yeah,
1: plantain. I don't wed him. Yeah. He he misses some good fresh food.
0: Totally, I do appreciate though that Ashley is taking Manuel out and trying to show him the yeah. city, trying to show him a good time from the witch cafes to candle making to. The garbage place they'll go to the beach a little bit later like she's trying to take him out and say like yeah here's your new home i want you to learn about it and experience it
1: yeah and they start talking about a wedding so it's still happening apparently
0: and it's gonna be a destination wedding
1: yes they want to get married in florida because it's a travel destination they met in a travel destination uh, so it just makes sense
0: no it doesn't make sense it doesn't make you sense you guys at don't all. have the money to get married in rochester let alone in florida
1: yes and so Ashley's trying to book flights as they're eating the garbage plate. And she says, oh, $250 a person, that's not bad. That's correct. It's not bad. 250
0: a round trip, not bad at all.
1: But that's just the flight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Manuel's like, well, is there anything cheaper? Manuel says in Ecuador, $2,000. You can get a full wedding, 100 guests, go all out for a couple of Gs. And now we're just going to spend 500 just getting us there and Not back.
1: 500 600 something. And True. here... Here goes taxes, Manuel.
0: Well, Ashley goes, I don't mind going into debt to get Ooh. married. First of all, you should. Second of all, what a waste of money if you're marrying Manuel.
1: Exactly. You'd go
0: into debt if you're marrying Brad Pitt.
1: No, don't don't go into debt. Get married. Oh, I don't think I would want to get into debt for a wedding. I think you can do a wedding on a budget, on whatever budget you have, you can make it happen.
0: I agree. I agree. I know a lot of people do. I think you, if you got to put a little bit on the credit card, you put a little on the credit card. But yeah, you should you should probably live within your means, celebrate within your means.
1: Or wait six more months and then, I know yeah. they cannot, but they can also do what all of people do. Do a smaller wedding because it's 90 days, save up money for a year or so. And then have a bigger wedding.
0: Yeah. Do you really want to start your life together in debt?
1: Yeah, exactly. Thank you.
0: So I do appreciate that Ashley is even having this conversation with Manuel about money and what she's buying. Because I think so many people would say, it's my money. You're not contributing. You're not working. I'm the one working. I'm going to buy what I want. I'm going to book these tickets. I'm going to have our wedding in Florida. And it's wrong. It's still your partner. You should still talk about it. But I feel like a lot of people would be like, it's my money. I'm going to do what I want. She's at least having the conversation with him.
1: Yeah. She says wedding. It's once in a lifetime.
0: Well, and here's the other thing. It's not like if they don't spend this money that it's going to go into their savings account. Yeah. If they don't spend this money, it's going to go to Manuel's family. Yeah. So I think that makes Ashley want to spend her money even more. She's like, I want to spend it before someone else can.
1: Do we know what she does for a living?
0: I don't recall.
1: Yeah. I don't I think know. She's either. got like
0: a bunch of businesses going on. I remember looking into her and she's got a podcast. She's got a healing business. She's got spiritual stuff. Okay. I don't know if that's her full time, but she's involved in that to some extent. But I think that's why she wants to spend her money. Like I'm gonna spend it before your family can.
1: Well, he doesn't know how much money she has, so she doesn't have to at this point she can tell him, Well, we only have a thousand dollars to spend, I wanna spend it on the wedding
0: true so then we see them at the beach she's like we need to relax we need to have a good day and they go to the lake and manuel goes for once in my life i'm happy
1: yes even though it's not a salty water it's lake ontario yeah he still loves it
0: he says i miss my family i miss my friends i want you to understand life in ecuador is hard and i see you spend your money on random things that would go far in ecuador and having this wedding in florida is just too much money
1: I, I hate that he says that because that's her money. If she spends it on coffee or whatever, that's her money. That's her money, and I think he needs to understand that if she can help him to pay for his family for a, a little bit, a little amount, sure. But he'll if he wants to do that, he'll need to start working once he can and do it.
0: It is her money, but if they are engaged or getting married, it does I believe become both of your money.
1: It does, but. He cannot roll in and says, all right, no more coffees, no more candle making, that money can go to Ecuador. That's not fair.
0: That's what I take issue with is how he's saying it and when he's saying it. It should have been a conversation long before. Yeah. And then you can figure out how are we going to divvy this up? How are we going to move forward? But for him to move in and then just start expecting it to happen, I find a little inappropriate. So Ashley says, well, what if right now we send $100 and then after the wedding we can send more and more?
1: Yes. And I think it's fair because if she, let's say, contributes 100 he started working, he can do 200 whatever he needs to send them. All right. They both are contributing a little, little bit of something. Yeah.
0: And look at that. It's one of our three C's. Compromise. Yes. So Manuel's happy with that. Says it'll work for now and for now. They're happy.
1: For now. He jumps into the water and Ashley says, we'll be coming here every single day. You're so happy.
0: It's like a baptism. It's like he's rebirthed. Oh, yeah. So let's see. Uh, I think it's going to be trouble.
1: It is.
0: But they've had one good afternoon. Let's see if they can make it too.
1: I think she should save her money. If you do want to get married, really, get married in Rochester and just get ready for him to take off.
0: He will. (laughs) Exactly, I forgot about that. I forgot about the family. Yeah, and the city that. Yeah, he's definitely running
1: mm-hmm, to. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, that's the episode. Woo! What an episode.
1: What an episode.
0: Thank you guys for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed watching the episode as much as we did. We hope you enjoyed listening. If you want to hear even more, if you want to hear our thoughts on the other way, I think we're in tell-all time now. Yeah. So if you want to hear our thoughts on the other way, get on the Patreon. Get on Supercast. Patreon.com/slash supercast dot com. It's a good time over there. Also, make sure you're following us on Instagram at MirroredRealityPod. Message us, call in over there, share your thoughts on the season. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. All you have to do is look down and smash that follow button,
1: guys. Smash like it's as hot as the beautiful review from our friend Laura Bell. 79. Laura Bell, seventy nine. Thank, Thank you,
0: Laura Bell. Laura Bell.
1: Tis the season, guys. Tis the, Tis season. the
0: season. Laura Bell's. Laura Bell's. No? All right. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much for the review, of Laura Bell. Be like Laura Bell and leave us a review if yes. you haven't. Tis this season. All right. With that, I have said it all. I have said it all. You've said too much, Theresa. Ugh. You always do. Ugh. All right. Means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye. <laughs>